This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Prime Spark, the podcast that brings you conversations that inspire, celebrate, and empower women over 55. The second women's revolution is here, and it is time for us to fuel a spark that will ignite your way forward, illuminate your path, and reflect your gifts in the world. Now, here is your host for Prime Spark, Sarah Hart. Hi, and welcome to Prime Spark. I'm Sarah Hart, and I'm so happy you're here with us today. Prime Spark is designed for women over 55 or close, with a goal to help us all live our happiest, most fulfilling, and successful lives now and in the future. The mission of Prime Spark is to change the way our society sees and treats older women. That's a big mission which only means we all need to be involved and we need to get going now. And today I have the great pleasure of talking with Donna Tashchin, a woman whose work I greatly admire. Donna is the founder of Vibrant Living International, a nonprofit organization helping women move beyond their fears and challenges to have a vibrant life. She is a life mastery coach, an ordained minister, podcaster, and author. Donna helps bring accelerated transformation to people across the world. Her passion is to help you reach your full potential. She specializes in helping you turn your baggage into luggage so you can live the life of your dreams using and developing your spiritual intelligence. Donna has been speaking and coaching for over 25 years. She has developed powerful programs and workshops to help you through life's transitions and pain to achieve your goals or dreams. She also produces a podcast called You Were Designed for Greatness and has written four books. Her clients say she has a knack for turning fear into excitement and exposing lies so the truth can shine through. Welcome, Donna. I'm so happy you're here with us today. Thank you, Sarah. It is my pleasure being here. So in getting started, let me ask you, do you experience getting older? And if so, what is that experience? And if not, why do you think it is that you don't? Well, it's an interesting question. It it made me think, do I experience getting older? And I'm thinking, well, the only way I couldn't experience getting older is if I wasn't here. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, yes, I experience getting older, but what is that experience? Um, and so thinking about... Uh, I feel like I am every time, um, every decade I enter that is better than the one before. That's been my experience. It's also been my anticipation of what it's going to be. So I believe that probably also helps create my experience. 
It's really interesting, Donna. I have talked to so many older women, and I'll bet you 99% of them say something like you just said, that, yes, I experience getting older, and many say there are a few more aches and pains or not quite Mm -hmm. so speedy getting leaping out of bed in the morning. But other than that, I feel better than I've ever felt. I feel more me. I feel more sure. Mm -hmm. I feel more at peace. I feel more... Um, who I was meant to be. Yep. Um, so I find it fascinating that so many of us feel that way. And at least up to this point in time, our society doesn't reflect that back to us. Um, if you look at how we are portrayed in a lot of advertising, um, movies, television shows, that's getting a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is still not where it needs to be. And I think it's interesting that we feel this way, but it's not yet how most of the time we're portrayed. Yeah, well, if we're going to talk about media, I don't think it's a very good portrayal of any age group. It doesn't. It doesn't display the best of any decade. Men, women, it doesn't matter. Um, I don't know that media, they always want to hyper-focus on whatever is weird or unusual or controversial or all of those things. So I am in agreement with you, but I'm not sure that I want to look. I'd love to change it, but most of media, I'm like, why do they have to do that? I don't care what age it is. <laughs> I agree. Agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agree. So how did you first get interested in helping women live their most vibrant life? I don't know when I wasn't um, interested is a better way to word it. How it looks has changed over the decades that I have lived through. Um, But I had my own trauma as a teenager that is on my podcast and other information that people can take advantage of. Um, And I think coming through that pain brought me in through the trauma that I incur that I experienced helped me to be more compassionate than I was before. But I often heard as a child, even before it is like, you, you're too sensitive. Um, You know, all those words. And I am highly empathetic, compassionate person and also had an ability that was most times beyond my years of being able to help three people through what they were going through. So my youngest daughter, who's in her 30s, says, Mom, there was always women on the couch crying. (laughs) It's just what she remembers. And you were always helping them. And so I wasn't uh, officially a coach at that time, but it was just something that every, every organization I was in, everything I was involved in, It always happened. Um, And about 10 years ago, I had a moment that said, what do I want to be now that I'm all grown up? And I think a lot of us have those similar kind of epiphany moments. And what I saw was that red thread of coaching, mentoring women through my entire life. And it was when I was the happiest. It was when I was in that sweet spot. And I'm like, how do I do that? is what I ask. Um, 
And it was a conversation with God and mentors that I had. And they said, well, that's becoming a coach. And I'm like, I'm not a coach because the only visualization of a coach was like the football player yelling at people. And I'm like, I didn't understand what, you know, so that didn't fit the picture I had of myself. So anyway, after I learned the difference, I went back to school and I have a whole bunch of certifications now on the wall um, and license to be able to help people and to do it at an extraordinary transformational level. And that's how Vibrant Living was born. That's fascinating. Um, One of the things I have recently um, come in contact with, it's not new, but it's new to me, the idea of a through line. Mm -hmm. Uh, You just called it the red line. I think Mm -hmm. it's probably the same thing. But it's something that if we really get in touch with it, goes back, goes way back. Way back. And it is, it is, as you said, it has changed form or it has changed how we present it or offer it. But there is that kernel that's been yeah. there for a long, long time. Right. So is, is that some of what you help women do, find that? Yes, I do help them find that as well as heal. Um, so, so many of us, we've survived we've survived all kinds of stuff and we're, we're survivors. We're strong, but we know there's something more and we haven't perhaps completely healed from things that happened to us or somehow it's still reflecting influencing would be a great word influencing us today in our decisions. And so helping people, one of my programs is called turn your baggage into luggage so you can create the life you dreamed. And so helping us to um, baggage can be all different things. And I don't need to compare mine to yours. And it's all things that cause us pain. And so how do we completely transform that? So it becomes luggage. It becomes something that propels us to our purpose, to what we were here for, to be able to find those sweet spots that I talked about for me. And I love, and that way we can create the life we love on purpose. I love that. You know, when you're, when you're talking, what my, what I visualize actually is a backpack Mm -hmm. Um, so that I have my hands free to get on. um, But I, but I've got all of my specialness in my backpack rather than a suitcase that I have to handle. So for me, it was a backpack. Yep. Um, Yep. Right. Do you, in um, you've been working with women now for so long. Have you, have you seen differences over time with the issues women have, with, with the problems they bring, with the opportunities? Um, what are the differences that you've seen during the years you've been working with women? I don't really know if I was really to go to the core that there's that much difference. The main thing, if I was to break it down to one word that women want is more confidence. And it is learning to love themselves and to be able to be confident in who they are. It, it, 
it doesn't matter over the decades that I've seen or the decades that the different decades of women, you know, wherever they are in their life, their life that I've worked with, that is the number one thing. If I really narrowed it down is they want to be more confident. The thing that we mistake about confidence is we think it's something we're going to magically feel. I joke with the women. I was like, all right, when you join my coaching program, I've got this magic booth and you walk in and I close the curtain and I go abracadabra and you're confident and you're self-secure and they laugh, but it, but it is fun. I make a joke out of it because it's an anticipation. I want it to be, I just want to be confident. I just want to magically feel it. And understanding that confidence is the capability that builds over time with intention. And so helping women to learn how to build that confidence. One of my favorite new books is written by John Maxwell, and it is either we win or we learn. And I love that title because we think that either we win or we lose. And if we use it right, we win or we learn. And that is the confidence that we build with time is being able to be me. It's not being you and you not being me. It's how to be me <laughs> and be confident with that. I love that. How to win or learn. What is it? What is the either title? we win, either we win, either we win or we learn or we learn. Oh, that is so good. Every manager in the world, every yep. parent, every teacher yep. needs to understand that. That is yep. so good. You know, I, I have gotten, for years, I've been curious about this. So I believe, rightly or wrongly, I mean, I have a lot of strong beliefs with nothing to back them up. So, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> I believe that... All of us, and but I'm going to speak about women because that's the I work with women. I believe little girls are born with a lot of confidence. Born with it. I mean, if you think about, um, well, any baby of either gender learning to walk, there is a tenacity there mm -hmm. um, that, uh, that they, you know, you stand up, you fall down, you stand up, you fall down, you stand up, you fall down. How many times do you do that? But you finally learn and, and that you're confident that you can do it. And then something happens and it's, and I think of it like almost as a whap. Um, how do you see that for women? When what happens and how does it happen? And is that what you undo? <laughs> uh, that yes, that would be something that I would help undo. Um, I think it happens for both genders, like you said. And there is, and some of us actually got those wax <laughs> for real. <laughs> um, so some of us experience those as well. But I, I often say the ability to be confident in dream ends about the time we start school. Um, everything in our school system is set up to either you pass or you fail. And it has nothing to do with whether I happen to be strong in art or strong in science. If I 
do fabulous in art and I don't do fabulous in science, I'm a failure. And that might not be something I'm gifted at. And we folk school system is focused. Our society is focused on helping us strengthen our weak points rather than highlight our strong points. And so the more that I could highlight what I do well, it doesn't mean I don't want to learn how to do math and science, but understanding that if I'm focusing on what I'm good at and highlighting that, I will be more confident in who I am. But what I'm compared to is Susie, who's going to be an engineer. Right. And I'm a dancer, let's say. We're not the same. And I'm compared to Susie in science class. And in art class, she's compared to me. And both of us feel like we're failing. And so that begins in our whole, every workplace, all of our systems is set up in this world system, in my opinion, doesn't matter the gender, to highlight what we do wrong. That's what evaluations are for. All the stuff you're doing wrong instead of, highlighting all of the things you do right. One, Some people have said, I am the best cheerleader because I'm going to tell you all the stuff that you're doing well. And we're going to highlight that. We're going to focus on what you're doing well because whatever you focus on is multiplied. Right. Whatever it is. If you focus on how bad you did, you feel more of that. If you focus on how well you did in some area, you will feel more of that. That's my opinion on that. I know that you're familiar with the book Strengths Finder, mm-hmm. um, which I love. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think it has some drawbacks, but I it, basically I love it. I, I um, in a couple different ca- places during when I was being a consultant to organizations, I tried to have that rather than the annual evaluation system, and mm-hmm. it got nowhere. Yep. Got nowhere because um, the focus, as you just said, was on what what's gone wrong. What does this person not do well? What does you know? And I'm and I'm not talking about things that you don't need to get better at. I mean, we've got right. things. I mean, I've got things in in running a business that I definitely need to get better at. Um, that, so that's not the issue. So um, yeah, I think I think that that school. As for a lot of people, as currently constructed, doesn't do a lot for our confidence, which is right. really, really sad. And there, there's a lot of great things about the school system. I am yes. not saying that, but we were talking specifically about confidence. And to me, that is one of the biggest um, where it's one of the things that I've seen with a homeschooling is that the mother then has the potential of working on what the child really loves and helping them excel in that. Can you imagine if we help the children who were first superb at math to really excel at math, what they might accomplish? And for the children who were more artsy or some other strength, a writer, um, all of those things and helped them excel. It doesn't mean we don't learn this, but we highlight what they do well. Yes. Yeah, I mean, if you if you listen to uh, listen to or read about so many artists and any any artist, writer, musician, painter, whatever it is, um, not across the board, but a large percentage were encouraged not to do what they do. Correct. Um, Absolutely, you can't make a living at that. Yeah, 
Yeah, right. <laughs> Go be an accountant or a doctor or a lawyer. Yes. <laughs> What's your favorite age woman to work with? Ah, uh, that's a hard one. I'm sure it is. Because I do it a little bit different for different ones, but probably between 40 and 50. And the reason, I, I guess the next question is why. <laughs> I was about to um, answer Why, that. Donna? <laughs> Thanks. Because <laughs> I was about to answer that. Um, there's something that I have noticed in myself and other women when we hit 40 that there is, a, it's time for me time. And it's time for me to figure it out. It's time for me to allow time for me in my in my 30s speaking for me and what i've noticed in women there is uh, a much more franticness of all the things kids sports husbands careers all the stuff in the 30s that there's no time for me you barely can go to the bathroom take a shower let alone um anything else and so there's something in the 40s that something shifts and um, women begin to become more self-aware of being able to take and giving themselves permission to do that. So to me, that is a wonderful opportunity to help women excel exponentially at that period in their life. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. And then how do you see that kind of thing as you go into your of the women you've worked with in the 50s and 60s and 70s. Does that, how does that change or does it change? Uh, I, as a coach, I work with women in their 50s. Generally speaking, when women hit 60s, they they rarely hire a coach. That's been my experience. For whatever reason, they've already processed their stuff. They're comfortable in their own skin. They don't feel like it. There's, they're, they like where they are. Um, a lot of different things like that. That's what I've noticed. But 40 to, to 59 in that ballpark is is where I find the most uh, perfect timing right. for change. So of all the things you're doing, mm-hmm. um, you, you do a coach, you're a writer, you're a podcaster, you're um, a licensed minister... I, this is a hard question, but what gives you the most satisfaction? Mm. Well, you have to understand, first of all, all of those are me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all of those are me, and they're just different ways that it's expressed. Right. Um, so, but my favorite thing in the world is is coaching. Um, that's my favorite. Most all of the other things are a um an expression of that it's an expression when i when i speak on podcast when i uh, write a book it's just a different way that i'm actually coaching so that would be my favorite um expression of me i love that i got favorite expression of you i love that what's next what dreams do you have that you haven't realized yet? You've done so much. Mm-hmm. Um, what What's next? 
I, I have all vibrant living is an intern. I named vibrant living international when I didn't know how it would get out of Michigan. Um, and so it was named that before I knew what would happen. And so the vision that I have is quite large on the, in the impact that I wish to have to help women build their confidence, to help women live vibrantly. So it'll have different expressions as things grow. And I am a huge visionary and I don't always know how. So walking this out um, and how it's all going to look. But one of my new, my latest passion projects is my life by design, not by default program. I also have a master class that's available for free for anybody listening It is that aspect of building our spiritual intelligence, learning the laws of the spirit so that we can actually create a life on purpose, not just feeling like life's happening to me, that life is happening with me, and that I can create a life I love. I so wished I had known this when I was younger, but I know it now. And so that is an offer that I'd like to give today is a free masterclass for people. And in through that, I teach about six supernatural gifts, superpower gifts that we have that we're probably not aware what they are and how to use them. It's an hour long class with a workbook and it's absolutely free. So for people who are wondering what what are some laws of this of spiritual I mean, just just one, for example. Well, the one one that people are most familiar with is a law of attraction. Right. Most people have heard of that particular law. It is uh, highly misused in its interpretation of what that actually means. And um, there is the law of thought and how power and how that and how powerful our thoughts are. So there's quite a few, um, there's actually 12 of them laws that I teach in this coaching program called Life by Design. But the masterclass talks about six gifts that we possess. It's a combination of that and that that I mix together for the program. So it is just learning what it is. For example, if you didn't know what law of gravity was and we walk off the roof and we break our leg, And then we get mad at circumstances, God, whoever told us that maybe you could walk off the roof and we, um, we, I'm never going to do that again. And those kind of things. And we just get aggravated. But if we could learn how the laws work for our favor, then it works for our benefit and learning how they operate instead of using them, misusing them for our harm. So that's a little bit of snippet. Yeah, no, that's great. Thank you. I went, mm-hmm. I had a, a really strong image when you said walking off the roof and that's a that's a hard way to learn about gravity. But it's interesting because by by walking off the roof and falling and breaking my leg, what I learn is not to walk off the roof. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I learn about gravity. Yep. Exactly. You know? And so um so I I put a a jar um, not on the countertop, but just out in space and it drops. And I think, oh, but I'm still not, I still haven't learned about yeah. gravity. I've learned right. that you put a jar on the, so 
That's like the law of attraction. Yeah. It been, it's been, you know, it's like, okay, so I need to attract what I want, but how do I do that? And what does that look like? And does that even work? <laughs> you know, <laughs> And all of the things. And so learning to be able to know how to, so you can become an expert at them, not just have a super surface knowledge. Right. Right. You, you know how, and just this analogy that I keep bringing back, you know how gravity works. You just, you don't keep learning not to rock off the roof and not to put the, the jar out in space. It's yeah. not a list of things you've learned how not to do. You've actually yes. learned about the core of what the law is. Absolutely. That is true. Interesting. So, Donna, when you leave this earth, which all of us hope is no time soon, what do you think and hope your legacy is? I actually have this written down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that people will say about me that she didn't live basis on what she saw, but on what she, but on the earth, but what she believed that she based her faith on promises of God and the laws of the spirit and not just what on she physically saw that she lived a legacy of dreaming and hope. Beautiful. Thank you. So that's our time today. Thank you so much for being with us. Please join us again. You can find our Prime Spark podcast on every major popular outlet. Find out more about Prime Spark at www.primesparkwomen.com. And Donna, if people would like to get in touch with you and find out more about what you do, what's the best way for them to do that? I have two ways. Um, one is they can visit my website, which is I, the letter I, vibrantliving.com. And if you would like to receive the free masterclass or learn more about it, you can text me and just say masterclass. And my text number is 616-710-1254. Great. So thank you so much to my my guest today, Donna Tastian. This has been so fun and very instructional and warm. So thank you very much, Donna. My pleasure. Thank you all for being with us. Take care, spread tolerance and love. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on Prime Spark. With each episode, Sarah Hart brings you conversations that inspire, celebrate, and empower women over 55. If you would like to listen to or download other episodes about remarkable, experienced women, go to EWNpodcastnetwork.com. This podcast is also available at Spotify, Apple Podcast, and most other major podcast sites. The second women's revolution is here, and we hope that you use the insights you've gained here to fuel the spark that will ignite your way forward, illuminate your path, and reflect your gifts in the world. Have you ever asked yourself this question, why is it so hard to make a buck? <laughs> I know I have. 
Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating one million dollars in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Calling all speakers. eWomen Network has speaking engagements all over North America that must be filled. Are you a gifted messenger, author, expert, or successful entrepreneur that can help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? Our mission is to help one million fulfilled women each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.